You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 491. When someone feels connected to you personally or feels like you're credible, you're professional, it's easy to get connected and, and be able to buy a property. Someone says, oh, well, he just bought my cousin's house and it kind of flows from there. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I'm your host, Chris Arnold. Excited for you guys to join us today. I have Miles Daniel, and you are here to hear his story about his background, but even more importantly, the success that he's seen off radio. And man, Miles, you and I were talking, you've been live for like six weeks and already taking deals down. So if you're tuning in, what you're going to get is another student that's come in to trust radio as a great marketing channel and the proof's in the pudding. Uh, And that's why we're doing this interview. So Miles, welcome to the show, buddy. Glad to have you, man. Yep. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. So someone that doesn't know, Miles, give us a quick snapshot. Where are you located? A little bit about the type of business that you're doing. Tell us about you. Yeah. So I've been in real estate for about three years. I'm in Greenville, South Carolina. It's kind of the middle point between Charlotte and Atlanta. And so it's a growing city. It's a really good location, great weather here. So city is growing tremendously and things kind of are becoming more and more competitive here. And so the last three years, I've essentially just fixed and flipped. I, I've kind of built that business. I've bought things um, at auction off of MLS and just kind of word of mouth. And I've seen the city grow and it kind of become more and more competitive. And so I kind of just put out a search and started looking for what are some ways that I can get property. I know a lot of people do all kinds of things and they're all pretty much doing the same thing. And I found that radio, um, as you always say, everybody knows about it, but I had never heard or I'd heard a radio ad you know, before about real estate, but it wasn't really what we do. And so I said, there's, I don't think there's anyone doing it. So I, I figured, why not take the shot and let, let's see if it works. See what happens, and, man. Like, yeah, like yeah. See yeah, what exactly. exactly. I love it. So, I love it. So yeah. for people tuning in, you choose kind of to do fix and flip over wholesaling. For someone that's listening, why have you decided to kind of focus on that strategy? For someone that's kind of like, hmm, that's interesting. He's doing more fix and flip than wholesale. Right. So especially in a market like mine, I felt that it's a little bit tougher to build a fix and flip business. And if I could start there, get the crews to do the work so I could cherry pick. If I did get into wholesaling, I could cherry pick which ones I wanted, start with the fix and flip and work my way to wholesaling. And so that was just kind of my mindset. And so I've been doing that and it's gone very well. But I know that there's another element to this this whole game and finding properties with it being a seller's market. That's the toughest thing to do. And so I'll take the flipping first, make my money there, and then I'll work my way backwards into wholesaling. And that's that's kind of where I am now. I got a great crew, do great work. And because things are getting so competitive, I want to just cherry pick 
things from radio and the different advertising that I do, and then wholesale the rest that are good deals and there's enough meat on the bone for somebody else. Absolutely. And if you're listening, what I love about Miles is, you know, he's going about it the way that works for him. Things aren't black and white. Miles, I went the same direction you did. I actually started flipping before I started wholesaling. For me, it was nothing other than flipping just kind of made more sense at the time. I wanted the bigger pops. And, you know, I really didn't understand either the value of how much you can make on a wholesale. I was like, eh, you know, that, that's kind of crumbs. I, little did I know that you could make $15,000, $20,000 on average on wholesale. So that's kind of when my eyes opened up. So if you're tuning in, you know, just have some flexibility. Go the route that feels best for you like Miles has. Now, for people tuning in, you mentioned a few things, but everyone's always curious. Up to radio, what was the best thing you were doing to find investment opportunities? For someone that might be tuning in, it's like, how are you getting most of your deals? Yeah. So like I said, I bought off the auction. But besides that, uh, you know, homes going into foreclosure, it was all about just networking, connecting with agents and just letting people know what I do. And what I found, and another reason why I picked radio is that when someone feels connected to you personally or feels like you're credible, you're professional, it's easy to get connected and, and be able to buy a property. Someone says, oh, well, he just bought my cousin's house and it kind of flows from there. And so I've done a lot in just networking, just connecting with people that I think have access to these properties or that would put me in touch with someone that does. And so it's kind of been word of mouth. And like I said, my city's kind of small. So I've been able to survive that way. But I know, like you were saying, those wholesale base hits, after after a while, they start to add up. And so I've kind of started to shift a little bit towards let's, let's do some active marketing to attract people to me. But up until now, it's been networking and going to the foreclosure sale at the courthouse. That's great. So yeah. I love it. And again, those are kind of two things I don't hear as much. Again, you hear the traditional, well, I'm text blasting, I'm RVing right. and so forth. So you're throwing a couple other strategies that are a bit more organic that are working for you, which is just good old-fashioned networking. Right. Which, again, that will never go out of date. That will never be disrupted. Right. Tech is right. not going to come in or regulation. You can always go out and just shake hands and build relationships. And that's something we do as well with uh, other investors. So I, I believe in that model too. Right. So let me ask you this question. What first caught your attention about radio? What made you say, you know what? I'm looking at the landscape of like everything that's out there, but I think that I'm going to take a risk on radio. Why did you make the jump? What attracted to you? What characteristics? Yeah. Like I said, I knew that building credibility and people knowing what you're doing, just even knowing what you're doing is a huge first step. And when I think about radio, I've never heard someone do a radio advertisement and think, that guy is going to try to pull one over on me. He's going to do, you know, it's like, if he's on the radio, he does this, he's a professional. And there's probably no reason for me to call anybody else. Here's the guy I need to talk to. In in every, every market across America right now, with it being so competitive, if that person can say, this is the guy, here's here's the professional in my area that does this, I've realized that they don't call anybody else. Almost everybody I talk to, I'm the only call they make. And I figured that that would be the case. And so that that was the first thing that I was like, I think I, I, think I need yeah. to do this. So let me sum that up. I like to call it, um, my phrase is instant credibility. Yeah. Uh, and you're right. You know, the consumer or the seller makes this automatic assumption that he or she that is advertising on the radio is a professional and they know what they're talking about. It's like right. 
you don't get on the radio unless you've somehow been filtered through some credible process, which isn't necessarily true, but right. that doesn't matter because we're talking about perception. Right. And then the other perception you get with the instant credibility, obviously, is the celebrity status, right? right? So not only, Miles, are you professional, I'm also viewing you as a celebrity because celebrities are on radio and they're on television. Right. But the thing you said that I love, is the fact that right now on the calls that you're getting, you're not having a lot of competition. You're the only person they're calling. And I know that you've seen this. If you're doing direct mail, cold calling, RVMing, everyone is fighting over the same list, right? right. And so that's going to create a lot of competition around whatever you're doing. But radio, those people aren't list dependent, which is what you're finding. It's probably right. the first time that they've actually heard someone reach out because they're not the one that's got 50 postcards stacked up on their table. Are you finding that to be the case? No, absolutely. And, and I think one of the things that in the program you kind of learn, answering those phone calls live is everything, right? You need to be able to capture. They're usually right there in the car and they're in a position where they say, you know what, I've been thinking about this or I did just get that letter from the bank. And it's like this emotional thing. And when they call and you answer, you got this calming effect. Hey, I can solve this for you. It's been everything for me. So, so yeah, it's the credibility is instantly there. They know that you're the guy. And yeah, I get calls all the time from people who know me. It's like, I just heard you on the radio. So it's, yeah. <laughs> I get that too. Yeah. Right, I just right. heard you on the radio. And what I can pick up already is you're a guy, I can already tell that reputation and being on brand and brand awareness is important to you. So it's no question in my mind why radio was a good fit because it played already into your business philosophy of, I want to have a good and trusted brand because I realize long-term that reputation is going to matter most with my company. So I'm connecting the dots and I'm going, no wonder this guy's (laughs) loving radio uh, based on the way that you're wired. So let's talk about setting it up, right? People are like, okay, you decided to sign up, you decided to get in, start taking the course. Scale of one to 10, 10 being like, man, this was a heavy lift, one pretty simple. What would you rank the difficulty in just getting set up on radio? One. One? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like a two or three because people listen yeah. like, one, really? No, no, no. And the reason, the reason is, I think, two, someone my age, I'm 27. So someone my age loves the video step by step. There is no, okay, I didn't quite, maybe I didn't read that right. Maybe I didn't interpret that right the step-by-step video, and then the, there's notes attached. So it, it's, I don't want to say, it's dummy-proof, kind of, right? That's how, you, that's how you've set it up? We build it in a way, <laughs> again, that's one way to say it. We also like to build it, say it. It's very instructional. It's step-by-step. Step. Right. It's the full right. blueprint, right? Just yeah, follow exactly. the roadmap. That's all Correct. you got to do. Correct. So going through the course was pretty straightforward. And, and then there's actionable items immediately. Hey, here's your first step. Here's your second step. Here's your third to kind of start moving towards being on the radio and starting to get calls. So yeah, it's, it's very easy. It's very easy. No, it's good. And, and I know with some other things you set up traditionally, they can be a really heavy lift. Right. So, you know, direct mail is an example of that. There's a lot that goes into launching a direct mail campaign. There's the list and the postcard and the company that's going to mail it. You know, radio, what we find is, this is the best way I say it, set it and forget it, right? So are you really doing anything other than just answering the phone when it rings right now? No, I decided to get my own microphone to record the ad from home. And I recorded the ad, sent it in. And they started playing it, and now I just I just get the phone call. So yeah, it's it's. All you have to do is just answer the phone. 
That's, that's what it. I say. Straightforward. That's pretty, yeah. pretty easy. So yeah. let's talk about the success you have. You and I were saying, hey, you've been up for about six weeks. So people are like, okay, it's an easy setup, but what have you accomplished within six weeks on the radio? And let me remind this, in the midst of our current environment right now, which right. is, of course, challenging, what have you seen in the first six weeks from call volume? Have you picked up any deals? What are you seeing? Right. So yeah, it's about six weeks, five weeks on one station, six on the other. So two I've stations gotten, you're on. Which is correct. Great. Two stations. Yep. And so I've gotten three contracts. One I've already closed on. I'm actually going to fix and flip that one. What's the, the second, profit you think on that one conservatively? Uh, yeah. Conservatively, I would say 30, but could, could get up to 40 on okay. it. Yep. And the second contract I got is actually going to be a wholesale deal. This is not kind of in our wheelhouse, but it's starting to be with kind of this call volume and, and we can only flip so many at a time, right? And then I've got a third that I close on next month that will um, be another fix and flip. And that's probably a, a bigger, more conservatively 45 to 55 okay. on that one. So yeah. So, okay. So, and we'll be real conservative on this. You know, let's say I'm just going to drop your numbers. Let's say, because I'm just going to play devil's advocate. Fine. Let's say that first flip, you only make 25 on. Yep. And then the wholesale, you and I were talking, you said maybe a little bit of a smaller wholesale, but you thought yep. somewhere around, what, seven on that, yep. I think I heard you say. Okay. Yep. And then the other flip, what do you think? Maybe another 25, 30 conservatively? Or- yeah, if we say, if we're being real conservative, let's say 30. Let's call it 30. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to take all of those numbers, the 30, the 25, right? So that's 30, 40, 50, 55, plus another seven, right? That's 62000 How much money have you spent to generate $62,000? A little over 3000 if you add up the, the, <laughs> what it's... Yeah, yeah. So, so how happy are you with that return so far? I'm very, very pleased. <laughs> yeah. Looking for more stations, right? <laughs> Looking for more stations, man. I'm super so. proud of you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited that you're excited because you were looking for something that really fit your personality, that supported your brand, that was professional set it and forget it. And now you've been up and you've got, you know, 62K in the pipeline to be closing just after five. And you're just getting started. Right. right? You're going to be adding on more stations as well. So let me ask you this. Those that are listening, what might be the biggest challenge of radio? Like give people the flip side, because I always like to ask that. It's like, again, sounds too good to be true. What's something maybe... Yeah. I would caution people. I know it does sound too good to be true, but everything that is was said is, is actually taking place. So I would say the one challenge that I, I'm facing, and it's not really a, a challenge, it's just, hey, I'm, I'm having to learn how I need to run that side of the business. Like I said, I've been fixing and flipping. And so when these calls start coming in, I have in my head an idea of what I want to fix and flip. I have to take myself out and say, just because I wouldn't live in this location or I wouldn't live in this house doesn't mean that there's not another investor or someone, a homeowner, if I did fix and flip it, that did want that would want to live there. And so I've had to kind of step back and say, just because I wouldn't necessarily want this doesn't mean another investor. So it's kind of looking at not just me, but everyone in my community who's also in real estate and what they might want. So I got radio calls coming in now, um, <laughs> legitimately. Um, oh but, but yeah, so that's kind of the building out that wholesale business because that wasn't originally what I came out to do. That that kind of has been the, the challenge. For that's me. a good challenge because it's causing you to kind of rethink your model. You've got something that's producing great lead volume. You and I were talking, you said on Friday 
you got seven calls alone. And then you said out of those seven, they were all actually just like 100% straight quality for that Friday. And that doesn't happen every time, but what happened right. with the seven calls? What did you see? Yeah, so those seven calls, everyone that called, it was, hey, you're the guy I heard on the radio, right? They appreciate that I answered the phone. And it's like, okay. Because you're, you're the celebrity. They didn't expect you to answer the phone. Correct, exactly. So yeah, so you automatically, they they okay, he answered. He I called and he answered, right? I didn't go to voicemail. And then I go through, I have a list of questions that I kind of start with to qualify. And I know within the first 30 seconds that this person is serious and motivated. And on Friday, and usually it's, I get two to three calls a day. Friday was seven. It was an outstanding day. But every last one of them fit exactly what I want. They're frustrated with the tenant. They inherited, they're, they're selling because the house has kind of gotten trashed. And so it's all of them have a motivation. They heard me and they probably haven't gotten mail. They probably haven't gotten this other stuff. And I was the first person that had they had heard, knew, no, hey, somebody might actually buy this thing and I can actually get some money. And so, yeah, it was a, it was a fabulous day. That's cool. Now, that makes a great day. And so I love that that volume, again, is causing you to kind of rethink. And so <laughs> what I hear potentially as a model for you, maybe is just, you know, flip the best and wholesale the rest. You know, you're coming in, you're cherry picking, getting those big pops on the flips, um, which are great, great paydays. And then the other stuff, you're able to just wholesale out, right? Just consistently with that system. So I love the growth that I'm seeing. So if you're tuning in, you're like, man, you know, each Wednesday I'm tuning in, I'm I'm listening to Wholesaling Inc. I'm, I'm following you, Chris. You've been talking about this radio thing. And you're just hearing one testimony after another. I hope at this point you realize Radio was one of the biggest secrets in my business um, for the last nine or 10 years. Yeah. And again, I'm teaching it now. And Miles, I'll tell everyone this because I'm not coming in your market. I used to want to go to every market and then penetrate all those markets with radio. I got other businesses now. I'm kind of down in Tulum. So, hey, man, if I can help you do it over in your state, what's it matter to me at this point? But this is truly the most effective way I have ever been able to generate motivated sellers without question. And that's why I've been doing it for nine, 10 years and I've spent as much as I had. So if you're listening, now's the time. Book a call. See if your market's open. We know that some of the markets are actually sold out because we limit the amount of people that are coming in. But go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash REI radio. Again, that's wholesalinginc.com forward slash REI radio and book a call. See if your market's open. And man, I hope you come in like miles and literally within the first five, six weeks, you know, be talking about deals that you're picking up, which is just amazing. So here's my question. What are you thinking now? Like radio's like opened your mind a bit. What do you kind of view as your vision for radio over the next year or two? Do you just want to keep adding on more stations or what do you kind of have as a plan based on what you've seen? Yeah. Well, well, like you said, once you start getting the volume, you have to kind of adjust your model and what you're doing. And so kind of I've, I've been thinking, so is is the play to now go into other markets that are in my state? Maybe I'm in the upstate of South Carolina, but what about mid-state, lower state? How many calls will I get from there? Probably about the same. And can I start kind of a virtual wholesale side of the business? And the people who call they actually are motivated. And so they send you pictures. They talk you through what the situation is. And so I think the actually taking it from first conversation to I have a signed contract is much easier from the radio. And so 
I'm kind of thinking over the next, I need to get what I got under control. How right where I am first. It's not like you've been doing this for years, but again, I'm just right. Kind of right. Yeah. And you're, so you're, you're an entrepreneur like me, so you can't even stop the mind from running, even though it might be doing it too you're soon. Right. But I yeah. hear you saying, you know, hey, maybe I will go uh, into some different markets in my state. You know, maybe right. this will give me the ability to maybe do some virtual wholesaling. So what I'm seeing is it's just kind of opening up the mind and opening up right. some potential doors. But again, you're going to be able to make the decision on whether or not you want to walk through those for sure. Correct. And Correct. again, if you're tuning in and you always want to put a face with the name and you want to see the actual video, definitely go to Chris Arnold Real Estate on YouTube and subscribe. And of course, we're always doing additional videos over there that we're not doing on the actual podcast. So wrapping up, here's my last question. Someone's listening in. Maybe they're still, for whatever reason at this point, I don't know why, but still riding the fence. What would you tell someone that's listening? You know, Maybe right now they're struggling a little bit. They're trying to find a marketing channel they can trust. The current situation really threw them a curveball. And they're just going, right. you know what? Some of the stuff I've been doing is just not working. What would you tell them about radio if they're kind of riding the fence? What would you want to leave the audience with? Yeah, honestly, even if those numbers that were given out for the flips and what I've got, even if I were to conservatively wholesale all those, not only would it pay for jumping in and learning and getting into the program, it actually cover pretty much my entire year of marketing just in this first six weeks, right? So you really don't have much to lose. Let's say it doesn't go as well and you still you still are going to cover your bases and you're still going to make money. I can't imagine it, it not turning out to where you, at worst case scenario, put some money in your pocket. Maybe not as much as you want it, but you're going to put some money in your pocket. So there's so many other marketing channels and I've looked into all of them. They're expensive and the quality of calls and stuff, it's just not the same. So I, I would just encourage, take the step. I can't imagine you're not you know, getting your money. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And because we're buying them at such a deep discount being the actual radio stations, for most of the students, once you close one deal, you've primarily paid for it for the whole year. Correct. That's what I found Absolutely. with a lot of students, and you've seen this as well, guys. Yeah. We promised like one deal, and I'm like everything else is just like gravy on top after the first yeah. deal for the entire year. It's a pretty good position to be in from a marketing standpoint. I think it's a great position. Oh, yeah. So, Miles, if people are listening and they're like, "Man, I like this guy. I'd like to maybe follow his story a little bit." Where, where can people find you on social media? Yep. I'm on Instagram. It's we buy houses underscore upstate SC. And I'm also on Facebook at upstate home buyers. So you can mm -hmm. find me and check me out there. If someone's got a deal in your area, they can always hit you up. I know you can definitely move it as well. So absolutely, absolutely. You know a deal, send it over to you. Well, man, I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on. Again, I want to just applaud you. You've been a fantastic you. student. You came in. And again, as we were laughing about the roadmap, you know, as much as I want to say every student comes in and just follows the roadmap, not always true, but you came in, you did exactly the way we showed it and boom, you got up, you've been successful and things have been going great for you, man. So just yep. well done on being highly teachable. Uh, I appreciate it. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Thank and everyone you. else, thank you so much for joining us today. Again, go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash REI radio, get that call book. And until next time, we will catch you soon when we add more value. Talk to you soon. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. 
We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.